Welcome to Run 12-1 Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Justin Gowen. Good morning. This is uh, Pastor Justin Goins with Run 12-1 Podcast. And uh, we're jumping into the very next chapter in the book of Acts, uh, handling basically the, the the book of Acts is the record written down by Luke to Theophilus um, of church history. Basically, after the ascension of Jesus Christ, how the gospel um, permeated the world through the church, aka followers of Christ or Christians. Um, and so we get to see a lot of firsts, a lot of things that were happening for the first time. Um, and there's a law and in the way that we interpret the Bible, what we call the law of first mention, the first time something happens or a word is used or a phrase is used, it sets the tone for most of the time, how it is to be seen or taken throughout or we would say systematically throughout the Bible. Um, And so there's a lot, a lot of firsts found in the book of Acts, because it's the first time that it's when the church was birthed. The church did not exist pre-Acts chapter number two. Um, There was some truths that had been concealed in the New Testament, truths that had been concealed in the Old Testament, but did not come to fruition until the Holy Spirit of God came at Pentecost, which is recorded in Acts chapter 2. With that being said, we've covered Acts 1, Acts 2, and this week we're going to jump into Acts chapter 3. And it starts off with, well, let me ask you this question first. It's in, I guess, the summary that I wrote down. What are, are, Do you make yourself available to God? Let me really ask that question. In your day today, whenever you're listening to this podcast, have you made yourself, and honestly ask this, God, have I truly made myself available to you? And then ask, do I really minister the gospel in my daily routine? Am I willing, am I ready to minister the gospel in my daily routine? Well, we jump off. After the events of Acts chapter 2, Pentecost, and the people thinking there was three crowds of people, people that believed, people that were still confused, and the people that just wanted to mock. And we covered that last week. And then lastly, it ended in verses 43 and 40 through 47 with the church and having all things in common, looking out for one another, selling things so they could be making sure that nobody was overlooked in the church. We picked up in verse 1 of chapter 3 now. It says, Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the, at, at the hour to pray, being the ninth hour. Now, the Jews' day, their first hour, so to speak, started at 6 a.m. So nine hours from them puts it around 3 p.m. In, in the evening. This is a certain man, lame from his mother's womb. So since birth, everybody knew this. Since his mother's birth, laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Now, when we get to chapter number four, and we, I believe it's in verse, let me see, 22. Yep, verse 22, and we'll probably get there next week, but just kind of jumping ahead, this same man is said to have been, for the man was above 40 years old on whom this miracle of healing was showed. And so it's the same man that's being talked about right now, the lame man. So he's at bare minimal 40. This is above 40, but he is bare minimal, let's just say 40 years old. So he's been known around that city, around that town, around the religious leaders, going up and down the steps every day, all the people going into the temple, walking past the temple. This man, 40 years old, probably for more than half his life, has been at the temple, at these gates, at these steps, asking alms because he's incapable of being able to work himself. He's lame. He can't go out and physically do a lot of stuff. 
Then moving on, it says, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked alms. And so he's doing what he typically did to everybody else. Sirs, um, you know, alms for the poor. Can you help? Can you, you know, spare some change? Now, granted, this individual was lame. There's a lot of panhandlers out there in our day and age to make instant application. Um, some people truly could use alms. Some people will misuse the alms in which you give them. But moving on, it says, And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him and with John, both of them, said, Look on us. Just I want you to focus on us for a second here. And he says, And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. He looked at him and expecting, and he says, Then Peter said, On silver and gold have I none. Such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Pretty impossible task. I mean, this guy, forty at least 40 years old, has been lame, cannot walk since birth. And there's walking up to go pray. And Peter and John look at him after being asked alms. They look at him and say, hey, 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 sir, look at us. And the guy's fixing his eyes upon them like he's about to, like Peter and John about to give him something. Peter says, uh, buddy. Silver and gold, we don't have that, but I have something better. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise and walk. Get up. Now, this man had an option in that very moment. He could have laughed. He could have scorned. He could have giggled. He could have said, whatever, man, get out of here. You're just messing with me. Or he could have believed what these men said believed in this Jesus Christ and step out or rather step up in faith. And we read the rest of it that he did. And it says, and he took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and his ankle bones received strength. And he, this man leaping up, stood and walked and entered in with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he says, and I knew that it was he which sat at alms at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. And so immediately, this man is healed. His faith, not in Peter, not in John, but his faith in Jesus Christ. And this is important because we see a lot of things on television and all these different people that are that are healing people and they really having faith, asking them to have faith in themselves. If you just have faith, if you if you trust yourself, or 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 say it and it'll come to existence, or believe it in your mind and you can heal yourself, or hey, trust me, give me your hand and I will heal you. Well, that's not what we see in Scripture. It was always done in the name of the one and only true Christ ever to live. And that times, in those times, we see that they were healed because of Christ, not because of Peter, not because of John, but. Something I asked in the beginning of this podcast, this episode, that I just really want to keep it simple this week. Peter and John were on their daily routine of going to the temple to pray. A thing that they did every single day. It was a routine. The ninth hour, they would go to the temple and they would pray. I don't know what your daily routine is for most listening work. Maybe gym, maybe mowing the grass, maybe you're running right now. I don't know what your daily routine is, but 
Are you willing to be ministering the gospel in your daily routine? Are you available to God? How many quote unquote lame men by the gate or standing on the steps, not standing, but how many lame people, quote unquote, do you pass every day? I'm not meaning physically lame. I'm just saying people like this and your day routine that you overlook, that you pass because you're truly not actually available for God. Peter and John could have looked at him and said, man, we got to go pray. You know, they could have, man, we're going to make us late to go pray. Oh man, we got to be here. We got to get into this religious cycle. We got to go into the, you know, we got, don't, 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 um, don't bother us right now, man. But they didn't. They stopped. And they shared Christ with this lame man, who not only, by the way, was physically healed, but spiritually healed. Now, I have a sneaky suspicion that this man had probably heard of Christ before if he had been at this gate, at this, on the steps at the temple in Jerusalem. I would beg to differ. I mean, I, I would thoroughly, 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 if I were a bent man, this was not the first time he heard about Jesus. In fact, maybe this man has saw Jesus before. Maybe he heard about all the different healings that Jesus has done, and he's not foreign to it. But he's never been asked that direct question. Will you play? Will you trust Christ to heal you? And in this instance, he was given that opportunity. And instead of laughing at the scorn, he trusted. Trusted Christ, grabbed Peter's hand, stood up, immediately was healed. Actually, he says he leaping up, leaping up, and went into the temple, went into the temple and everybody around him immediately, wait, wait, wait a second here, isn't that the guy that's been sitting down? Isn't that the guy that, and it caused a, a good commotion. Now, we'll read on after this next week what actually happens. Peter takes the opportunity to preach the gospel after this. And then they would be questioned by the spiritual leaders and all the craziness that will happen that we'll talk about, Lord willing, next week. But just for simple, just just to just reset your mind and your heart today, whenever you're listening to this podcast, stop where you are. Acknowledge, Lord, am I really... In my daily routine, am I really paying attention to being a minister of your gospel? And God, am I really actually available for you? Now, you may say it, but there's a difference in saying it and actually living it out to make yourself available. God, I'm here. Use me today. I'm at work. I'm at the gas station. I'm at the grocery store. Whatever the case may be, I had the joy yesterday of having a plan to go into town and get some stuff done. Roll my son in college and or tech college and had to get my hair cut and I had some flyers I wanted to hand out for an event that my church is doing and finally I wasn't on my way out and the Lord had been tugging on my heart for some time to stop in this little tiny building that that this little mom pa store and finally I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna pull in here. I'm gonna give him one of these flyers to put at the front desk. And through that conversation, just making myself available to God. And not to say I'm any better, that I'm a better person than you. That's not what I'm saying. So don't hear that. I'm just saying I made myself available to God. And I know the times that I make myself available to God, I watch God and see God work. The days that I'm not, I don't see God work. He's working. But I don't get the, I don't get the joy of being a part of his work. That, that, that's the joy, a real joy of a Christian life. 
is knowing that you're saved and a child of God, but also being used by God. Are you? When was the last time you were used by God? When was the last time you actually made yourself available out on mission to say, today, God, I'm doing it. God, I'm available. God, use me. I'm going to trust your Holy Spirit and, and use me. You'd be surprised how many quote unquote lame men there are on steps in front of you every single day that you may not be able to give silver and gold to, but you give the greater message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Call them to believe on Jesus Christ and God will heal them spiritually and change their eternal zip code from hell to heaven. I promise you, because Jesus promises you. For whosoever, for whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Are you available? Are you? Peter and John were that day going into their daily routine. And man, not only was a man physically healed, but he was spiritually healed. And people saw it and took notice of it. Man, I pray today, brother and sister, that I was listening to this, that you you are willing to minister the gospel in your daily routine and that you would make yourself available to God. God bless. And thank you for listening to Run 12-1 Podcast. Thanks for taking the time to listen to Run 12-1 Podcast. Run your marathon race that God has placed you in. God bless. <music>